Hello everyone, welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. This is your host, Wendy Payne, and I am thrilled that you have joined me today to have a coffee date with myself. (laughs) I hope everyone is doing well, and are you enjoying this sunshine? Oh my goodness, and the heat. I am a heat lover. Like, I... I know people say God doesn't make mistakes, and I know God doesn't make mistakes, but I would love to live in heat all the time. (laughs) I am absolutely loving being outside and just enjoying the outdoors. My last podcast that I did, we talked about COVID and how to survive COVID, and we did it outside because that was one of my favorite things to do is to be outside on my deck, having a coffee. It's so amazing. And so I thought, you know, tonight I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just going to sit out here on my deck and just enjoy the evening and record my podcast, having a coffee. So welcome everyone. I hope you have your coffee or whatever drink, hot drink that you like to drink. Sit down, grab a seat and let's just enjoy some time together. You might hear some birds tweaking in the back. You might hear some wind. You might even hear a car or two. I'm not really sure, but we'll see. Anyways, I hope it's not too distracting for you. And we're going to get into the podcast today. I am really excited about this topic today. We are going to talk about how to read the Bible and understand it. Now, honestly, this is a question that I am asked on a very, very regular basis. How do you read the Bible? Like, how do you understand it? How do you make any sense of it? How can you, you know, kind of get into the habit of doing it? It's hard for people. And when you don't know where to begin, it can certainly be very overwhelming. So today, I'm just going to give you kind of some tips and some thoughts and some ideas on how I read the Word of God. I like to, even when you hear any of my sermons, which maybe you have listened through on this podcast, it's really important to me to take time to really Um, describe the setting of the scripture verse of the story so that people can really grasp a better understanding of what's going on and that's so important and that really is key and what is lacking when people are trying to read the word of God it can be so confusing and you know especially depending on the kind of version of bible that you have it can be really a challenge to even understand the wording you might be like am i even reading english like what is the deal so today we're going to talk about um just a few kind of hints and tricks like that so one of the things i think to start off with what i would my biggest suggestion to people is finding a version of the Bible that is easy for you to understand. Now, we all have different ways of comprehending words and different things, and some of us need it simpler, some of us need it, you know, can handle it a little bit more complex. I'm going to be honest, for a very lot, like well into my young adult life, I actually read a comic Bible, which some of you might be laughing right now, and that's okay. I'm telling you with no shame. (laughs) I had a hard time getting into the Word of God and really understanding what I was reading. I would read, you know, a couple of paragraphs, a couple of verses and stop and be like, I have no idea what I just read. 
So I seriously went out. I mean, I didn't, I didn't take it to church. I didn't let people see because I was a little embarrassed, but even into my mid twenties, I seriously read a comic Bible and it was amazing. (laughs) Just going to say it was amazing. And I have told many adult people go and get yourself a comic Bible. Like honestly, if that's what you need to start off with just to get it going, um, then do it. It makes it easier. Those nice fun colored pictures are really a big help. Let me tell you. But uh, if you're going to move on from the comic Bible situation, uh, some of the versions that I like that I kind of are my go to's. I mean, my for my personal self, I read uh, the NIV, which is the new international version. But one of the versions that I do, like if I'm going to be reading just not to be like actually studying, but just to kind of be reading for like a devotional, I love to read um, the Message Bible. It's very, very plain English. And the cool thing with the Message Bible is it's not broken up into verses. So it might be a little bit challenging to find one if you're using it as a as a Bible for when you're in church. It's not broken up into different verses. It's kind of more set almost like a novel. But the message is a great version. Uh, The New Living Translation is an awesome one as well. Um, You just have to kind of go and, and, you know, check out different ones and see what you like. I mean, on the Bible app, on your phone, there's so many ways to access uh, Bible stuff now that you can check out all different versions so definitely even look on your phone or your ipad and and uh, download um and check and see which versions you like the most so that would be my number one place i would say is to start is finding a version that makes sense to you i remember finding a version of the bible and i cannot remember what it was called but it was for teens and um it was like all like teen hip hop like swag lingo like it was crazy there's everything out there so definitely find a version that is easy for you second thing I would say to you is don't feel that you have to start at the beginning and read it right through that can get very confusing Um, you know, definitely if you think that that is a challenge that you want to do is, is do a front to back reading, go for it. Certainly not going to tell you not to do that. But if you are brand new at reading the word of God and you're really kind of like, I don't even know where to begin. My suggestion truthfully would be start in the new Testament in the book of John So the New Testament starts with four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I would suggest starting with John. Um, I mean, you're going to get the whole life of Jesus in there and miracles and just all the, you know, the really important, well, I shouldn't say important, everything's important in the Word of God, but just kind of like a, a great overview and then continue on from there definitely just take one book at a time you know don't don't uh, try to jump around and it just can get really extremely confusing people try to read the bible almost like a novel and that definitely can be um, a challenge so I would say you know even give yourself 
okay, today I'm going to read, you know, five verses or, you know, if you really want to be like, really, like, I really want to do more, like read one chapter, but I certainly would say not anymore. I, I really would say try with just a few verses uh, to begin with. Because what happens if we try to read too much at a time is it becomes more of just a chore of reading. Whereas when you read the Word of God, you really want to read it in a way that God has an opportunity to speak through His Word to you. You want to read it in a way that, um, you know, you can kind of like chew on it, you know, like a, like a really tough piece of steak. <laughs> It's really a crazy analogy, but you know, you just want to be able to kind of like really take sentences and words apart and really kind of just park there and really think about what are you reading and what is, what is actually happening in the story right then and there? What, what is the context that, oh my goodness, that is a huge part is remembering to think back to the context. So what is the culture of the day? What is um, the, you know, the traditions of the day? What was happening and how is it different than how we are today? Um, Trying to kind of analyze those types of things. So that would be a really, what I would say an important thing to do is just kind of break it off into small, tiny little chunks. Uh, One thing that people have questioned me on a lot is why does Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all have the same stories? They read them and they go to the next gospel and they feel like, oh, I've already read this. So what we need to understand with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those four first books of the New Testament is they are four different people's kind of versions, we're going to say, of what they saw happening, the different situations. So imagine you went for a picnic with someone and, you know, with a whole bunch of people, we'll say, you went for a picnic with a whole bunch of people and you had a great day. It was an all-day event. And then all of you were asked to come back and write a story about what you did that day, what you saw, what you felt, what you experienced. Every single person's story will probably be slightly different because your perspective of what took place was different. So that's why Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the same time frame, the same things going on, uh, but four different perspectives on on what they saw and what they felt and what they experienced. And some of them leave out certain things and some of them put them in there. And it's kind of just, you know, just different perspective of people on, on what they experienced at the time. When I read the Word of God, I find it very helpful to put myself into the person's position of who I'm reading about. So for instance, I've got my Bible here today and um, I want to talk about in Mark, the book of Mark, we're going to read the story about the woman with the issue of blood. And And what I like to do is I like to think about, okay, if this woman was me, what would 
I be feeling? What would I be thinking? What would be all the emotions that I would be experiencing? And and sometimes that helps us to kind of read between the lines when we're reading the Word of God. Not to add in things. I don't mean to add in things that aren't there, but just to give us a better understanding of what was actually taking place in that moment. So when we read about the woman with the issue of blood, we see that she um, was bleeding. So she would have had like her menstrual cycle for 12 years. So again, you just kind of need to park at that sentence for a minute rather than just kind of like scrolling through to the next sentence and, and just kind of almost missing some of the thoughts. I want you to think about when you hear that, when you hear this woman has bleeding um, from her private area for 12 years. So park there for a second and think about, again, I don't know if this is, you know, if there's all, you know, women are listening, women are going to understand more than what a man would understand. But ladies, for you that are listening, imagine you have a normal menstrual cycle that lasts generally a week one week, once a month. That is the general normal, you know, course of a menstrual cycle. So we read in this first sentence, verse 25 of Mark 5, the woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. So I want you just to like, when I think about that, I think, oh my gosh, 12 years like that's 365 days times 12 so when you think about that doesn't that just give you a whole different outlook on this woman's life so think about um the the bleeding and the energy level think about how um women how cranky we are when we are on our menstrual cycle gentlemen who are listening think about any women that you have ever come in contact with who are very cranky on their on their menstrual cycle think about how exhausted they are think about how we just want to sleep all the time because it's just so much coming out of our bodies and that's only for a week so she has been going through this for 12 years so right away does that help you to think about how weak she would be feeling how desperate she would be feeling how uh, dirty she would be feeling so when we you know that kind of helps you to kind of figure that um, put yourself in her position and really kind of just process that it says she suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had and yet instead of getting better she grew worse okay another sentence to park on because if we would just read through really quickly you know she was bleeding for 12 years she suffered had you know saw many doctors spent all that she had when she heard about Jesus she came behind him in the crowd and touched her cloak and because she thought if I just touch his clothes like we just kind of like graze through it all I want you to take one sentence at a time so we can't went over the fact that she's been bleeding for 12 years Now we realize she has suffered, think about the word suffering, a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. 
and instead of getting better, she grew worse. So it says she suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors. So right away we see she's been in care of all kinds of different doctors and she has suffered under their care, which means they have probably tried every thing that they could possibly think of to try to get this woman better and it did not work. Like if she's suffering under their care, they have tried ridiculous. Like, hey, let's be the test dummy for this and let's try this. Like she has suffered greatly, it says. And then we realize that she has literally spent every single penny that she has. So she's probably poor. She can't work uh, because of her illness. She has spent every penny that she has had trying to get help and all she has gotten is just, hey, let's try this, let's try that. Nope, this doesn't work, let's try this. Let's... Do you see how out of two sentences, we have already kind of like set a stage of a huge, horrible situation. It tells us that when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in a crowd and touched his cloak. Again, where did she go? She did not confront him face to face. She was ashamed. Now, as we know, again, as you have to look at culture, is when a woman was bleeding, when a woman was on her menstrual cycle, she was considered to be unclean. So that means that she was not technically supposed to be out in public situations. So this is where we need to, when we're doing some reading, we need to kind of do some digging and really research some of the scenarios of what is going on. When we see that she heard about Jesus and she came up behind him in the crowd. So again, she didn't face him head on. She didn't like tap him on the shoulder and say, yo, hey Jesus, I've got this issue. (laughs) Can you help me? She came up behind him because she was ashamed. She should not have been in that crowd. She should not have been there. And she didn't even touch him physically. It tells us that she touched his cloak. That's how desperate she was. She, she crawled through the crowd, came behind him and just thought, you know what, if I can just touch his cloak, he won't even know that I'm there. I can just touch his cloak. I'll get my healing and I can run away really quickly and no one will ever know what happened. That's what we can read as we're reading between the lines. And she actually said, she, it says in verse 28, if I just reach, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. So when we're reading the word of God, that's how we need to dissect it. First of all, put yourself in the person's position. So whatever story you are reading, you're reading Job, you're reading Moses, you're reading any of the books, any of the situations in the New Testament, put yourself in the person's place. What would you feel if it was you today? What would be the emotions that you're feeling? What are things that you're going to be thinking? What are, um, you know, different things that you're going to be just kind of dealing with, going through, thinking, all those things. And then that just brings the word of God alive to you as you are reading it. But again, you have to take small dissected um, pieces so that you can really, really understand. 
we need to remember that reading the word of God is not a race. There's nobody watching. There's nobody who's like, okay, you know, have you, and, and we don't want it to be a chore. You don't want it to be, oh, I gotta read the Bible again. You don't want it to be that. You want it to be where you are excited to read the word of God. So you need to read it in such a way that it becomes alive to you, that it becomes interesting to you. So picking it apart, pick one book at a time, maybe take like three, four, maybe five verses a day. Just take your time. There is no rush whatsoever. If you read just a little bit every single day, you know, you will slowly, all of a sudden you'll realize, oh my goodness, I've read, you know, a whole book of the Bible. I really would encourage you to pray before you start reading, pray, pray that God will reveal to you by his Holy Spirit, uh, things that you are reading. You know, there's times where I have read a verse and I could like honestly say that I've read it like 50 times. And then one particular moment I will read it and all of a sudden something of it jumps off the page to me. I think about the woman at the well. Reading that story, I've read it time and time and time again. And what I picked up the one time that I was reading it just not too long ago is how this woman talks about Jacob's well. And I thought, she knows the word of God. Like here all along, we're talking about her like she doesn't know God at all. Well, she didn't know who Jesus was. But when she talks about Jacob's well, it's like she knew the word of God, but she was turning away from it. Another thing with the woman at the well is to recognize, okay, why would the writer put specifically in there that the woman came at noon? So when there's random sentences in there, those are things that you kind of got to go, hmm, that's very interesting. Why would the writer do that? What was specific about her coming at noon? So with the story of the woman at the well, as some of you may or may not know, she went at noon, which is very abnormal because the ladies would normally go to get their water in the morning when it was the cool of the day it wasn't so hot they would all come together at the same time it was kind of like hey let's meet at Tim Hortons you know like having a little chit chat and time for the ladies to get together before they go home and start doing the chores for the day but this woman would go in the heat of the day and she would go when there was no one there because she was ashamed of her lifestyle. So again, looking for sentences that seem kind of out of place, why would they be put in there? That was a sentence in that in that particular story that said, it was noon that she went. So those are ones that would make you kind of think, okay, I have to need to dig a little bit deeper into that. So definitely pray as you begin and ask God to really reveal to you, um, okay, God, what is it that you want me to learn from this? What is it? What do I need to hear? What, you know, what, what word or words need to stick out to me? And I would say when you're reading, have a pen and paper, 
write stuff down, write down. What are you feeling? What are the emotions that you're feeling? What are, what are things that you're picking up from the word of God? What is God trying to teach me in this? Um, what does this teach me about how I should be living? What is God trying to challenge me on? Kind of make it a journal as you start to write those things down. It becomes, um, just a different, you know, helps you to kind of go back maybe and, and pick up on things and even reminds you, cause you know, sometimes when you're reading and you're like, Oh, I got to remember that to, to go research that. And, uh, and, and we, I know about you, but I tend to forget. So I need to write stuff down. I would say even have, you know, your computer beside you that you can maybe research some stuff again, being very cautious, on what you are researching because there is a lot of junk out there but find different ways that um, places that you trust that you feel comfortable with that can help you to like a commentary of some sort that would help you to understand some of the verses some of the words some of the things like that that would kind of help you to be able to um, understand better kind of dig a little bit deeper into um, what the verses are trying to say so reading the word of God is, is really, I mean, as you get into the word of God, you will realize that it is still relevant for today and that we can always, always be learning from the word of God. So I want to just really encourage everyone, there's no panic to get through the whole Bible. I mean, I know people are like, you know what? I got to read it in a year or I got to read it. In... There's no panic. Take as long as you are taking time to read the word of God. That's all that matters. doesn't matter if it's one verse. I have been literally stuck on one verse for weeks because I just couldn't get past you know, God was speaking to me so clearly through it that I just kept reading it and reading it and contemplating it and praying over it. And those are okay moments. God is pleased when that's happening because he loves to speak to us through his word. That's a way that he communicates to us is through his word. So as we're reading it, he really will help you to have a divine understanding of it. Another help that I've actually been doing personally myself recently is I have the Bible app downloaded onto my phone and there is a way on the app that you can actually hear somebody reading it to you. So I actually started doing that and I gotta say I'm, I'm really quite enjoying it. It's a little bit different. Uh, it's a little, you know, I usually do it at night before I go to bed. It's a little different. It's not really like a way to study the word of God, but I am finding that I'm enjoying just it as a way to get the word into my brain. So that has been really, really awesome. But downloading it onto your phone so that it's it's easy when you're sitting in, waiting for an appointment, uh, when you're sitting for a curbside pickup somewhere, <laughs> you know, you've got it on your phone and you can just take like literally five minutes and just read a little bit and then just contemplate it through the day. What did you read? What was it that it said? What questions do you have about it? Um, those kind of things. So those are just some ways that I like to read the word of God. If you have any specific questions about that, I encourage you just to contact me and let me know and I'll do my very, very best to help you with that. But I just really want to say as a closing is it doesn't matter how much you read. It is just important that you are 
reading, that you are spending time to get into the word, even if, even if it's only one verse a day, like it really doesn't matter. Just take the time to read. That's what's important. Thank you everyone for joining me tonight. I really, really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I'm going to close in prayer now and just encourage you to get off this podcast and go find a Bible to read. (laughs) Let's pray. God, thank you for every single person who's listening right now. Lord, I pray that they are encouraged. I pray that they will see that they can do this, that they can figure it out, that it's not um, over their head and too hard to understand. You have given us the word of God, Lord, so that we can have a map to really understand a GPS for us to be able to help in our lifestyle and Lord I just pray for every single person listening right now that they would just figure out a way that they can just take time to stop and spend a little bit of time five minutes a day in your presence reading the word and God I pray that words would just jump off the page for them that they would have a divine understanding and that you would just speak powerfully and clearly to them as they do that In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you everyone for joining. So appreciate that. I encourage you to find me on Facebook. I do weekly devotionals on there as well as on YouTube, Contagious Power Ministries. Go check out YouTube and find those devotionals on there. I've also been doing a new me journey, weight loss journey. So I've been YouTubing that and uh, doing kind of video journaling of that. So join me on that. Thank you for listening. Make sure you scroll through and listen to some other episodes from this podcast that perhaps you have not heard before. I pray that you are blessed, encouraged, and challenged through this time. Have an amazing week. Be sure to tune in on Sunday for Sunday sermon and weekly on Tuesdays for podcasts that are uh, regularly downloaded. God bless everyone. Have an amazing week.